Do you ever get tired of the same old boring news? Do you ever wish the news was very nearly funny? I know we did. Hi, I'm Gene Person. And I'm Greg Person. And that's why we created Anchor Persons. A news podcast. For people who hate the news. By people who hate the news. Every week, we lampoon the laughable thing that journalism has become. We make up facts about your home state. We break stories on the latest in food crime. We take two completely unrelated things and figure out how they're connected. And we keep you informed on the emotional weather. Find Anchor Persons on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or a completely different podcatcher that you prefer. Will you laugh? No. But will you be informed? Also no. Anchor Persons, the only news podcast hosted by persons. Subscribe today. Yeah. Did I take your cup at some point? Why do I have two cups? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. I never had a cup. Too many cups. Oh. So you got two cups. You want this cup? <laughs> it's full of water. <laughs> Hell yeah. It took two it yeah. took two cups to get here. Ooh. Two cups to get here. You're going to get that work. You're going to get this hydration. (laughs) Welcome to Brosé, the podcast for those who drink rosé. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros and rosé. To my right, Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. To my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And across from me on a monitor, reporting live from Reno's in Exton, is Mr. Tim Hansen. Also closed. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was Reno's? Uh, Reno's was a pizzeria. Little pizza place. Uh, it was a pizzeria off Route 30 in Exton, uh, where I worked for a summer. Nice. Uh, oh, no, that, not nice. That sucked. Is that the place where they like got mad at you because they were like, "You don't enjoy, you don't like your job or whatever." They said that I did not take pride in my work, uh, which is a two pride because of chips. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't face the chips uh, appropriately on my last day before I uh, went back to college. Yeah. Uh, so yes. So sorry. Sorry to hear that. Reno's <laughs> isn't there anymore. Very <clears throat> broken up about it. Anyway. Uh, yeah. What's up, guys? What's up? Everybody having a good time? How, how you doing? Pretty good. Doing pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Ready, ready to make people laugh? Hope yeah. No. Yeah. I hope not. Because <laughs> this show's not funny. <laughs> Very serious. We're going to be all serious. Deathly serious. This is exclusively a breakdown of Middle Eastern politics and history. Oh, I'm out. On the Brose Podcast. Yes, we are out, Rich. And that's the problem. We shouldn't be out. We should be back in Afghanistan, nation building. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, I thought we were going like historically, like, let's get into the Ottoman Empire and the Turkish Empire. Dude, we're not discussing the Armenian the genocide on the Brose Podcast. I'm sorry. It's just Why not going to be a topic of conversation. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys want to talk about the Armenian genocide? <laughs> not particularly. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Why are we here, Matt? <laughs> uh, I think we've laid it out pretty clearly, Tim, actually. Uh, it's, it's not even 11 o'clock, and Tim's trying to wrap this up quick. Yeah, I know. Go on. <laughs> chop, chop. <laughs> uh, welcome to the award-winning Brose Podcast. Anyway, what are you guys doing after this? You want to go play uh, play some video games after? I, I wouldn't mind. Yes. Some food or okay. something. Uh, welcome to the award-winning Brose Podcast. Available as always on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and everywhere else where fine podcasts are bought and sold. The premise of our show, as always, is to answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything, and we do it while enjoying a crisp, refreshing glass of wine. And if you'd like a question, if you'd like a question... God damn it. 
I'm going to fire myself from this show. Uh, if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. But first, let's discuss the wines that we are drinking. Sean O'Brien, you got a nice empty bottle in front of you. What are you, uh, <laughs> what are you looking at? What are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking the pale, which was a nice uh, dry rosé um, and... I'll say it was one of the better ones I've had this year. What is the alcohol bro volume on pale? 12.5. Okay. That's a, right. right. 12.5 is like the right in the wheelhouse for, yeah. for Rosé. You're, you're going to be feeling good, though. Mm-hmm. You yeah. are feeling good. good. I am feeling, I'm feeling great. Toasty. Uh, Rich, what are you drinking? I am drinking uh, Amore in Rosa. It is a, uh, according to them, it is a pale raspberry colored wine which is fresh and lively on the palate with red berry fruit sensations and a well-balanced acidity and smooth, fresh taste. Mm-hmm. It also says that this is the third chapter in a love story, so maybe that's why I'm not that big of a fan of it. I didn't get the first or second chapter. No, okay. Uh, but it does say, and I'm kind of upset at this, Amore in Rosa, a tribute to La Vie en Rose, which is one of my favorite songs of all times. Mm-hmm. I don't really think this is a good tribute. Hmm. That's a bummer. So would you say then, Rich, that ultimately... Uh, when a wine uh, in your glass that you think tastes like ass, is that a more? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, yeah, it's funny. See, I, that's I why I mentioned that. That's why I warned everybody in advance that this show is very funny. <laughs> uh, Tim, what are you drinking? I am now drinking Bitch Bubbly. Because <laughs> I thought it was funny. How does Bitch Bubbly taste? disgusting (laughs) it is it's not good it tastes like uh at some point i had that muscadine or muscadine sweet wine from uh children's vineyards it tastes like that but bubbly which is not good that's a bummer Mm -hmm. that is unfortunate sorry that i'll probably be drinking mountain dew for the rest of this (laughs) Uh, just downshifting into like 14 year old voodoo which voodoo? you can't see because my green screen background thing won't let you look at it. <laughs> hmm. uh, which is a Halloween mystery flavor. Oh, yeah, they do that every year, year, don't they? This is only the second time. Okay. Uh, and last year, they're like, oh, the mystery flavor is candy corn. And it's like, I don't think you've ever had candy corn before. <laughs> <laughs> nope. This Sorry. is not disgusting. No, it's it's not, not taste like chalk. <laughs> it's like, it, it, if anything, the only way I can describe it is, is either like a sorbet, like some sort of sorbet, or uh, like one of the ice pop, like the ones that is just like flavored ice in a plastic tube. Mm. Like one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. Uh- I unlike the wine, unlike the wine, which is garbage. I am drinking uh, the last of a Casnell winemakers blend, which is a mix of Hesketh, uh Wild at Heart Rosé from the Limestone Coast, and uh, Shorehouse Rosé from Tomasello Winery. It's just me polishing off a couple of uh, rattling around bottles in my fridge. This is pretty good. Um, it is uh, more bubbly than I was expecting, uh, and sweeter than I was expecting for a couple of semi-dry rosés. Uh, but this this worked out pretty well. It's very hit or miss when you combine two completely unrelated wines into one bottle, which is something that I don't think uh, any sommelier would recommend. But it is the most economical way for me to get as much rosé and as many episodes out of the rosé that I have as possible. Now, Rich, you have yes. our final 
round of questions in your hand, correct? Yes, I do. And again, brosequestions at gmail.com if you want those questions answered on the air. What's going on with the first question, Rich? Uh, first question. Subject. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> Ooh, spooky. Question. Uh, if you were given irrefutable evidence that your house was haunted, how would you react slash address the situation? And obviously, from listener Charlie Brown. Of course. Of course. Charlie Brown. Uh, <laughs> always subject. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> uh, so what did you find out that your house was haunted? Uh, how would you react or address? Um, Depends how it's haunted. Yeah, is it a, is it a scary poltergeist? Mm. Yeah. Is it benevolent? Yeah. If it is, is it a trickster? Is it mm. is it just like there? Like, what what kind of spoopiness are we talking about? Because like I'm ninety nine percent sure my parents' house is haunted. I've seen things mm-hmm. in that house, mm. and I was just like, oh, never told anyone because I knew my mom would freak out and start saging the whole place and everything like that, and my sister would freak out. So like, I was just like, all right. I saw I saw a shadow. That's it. And, and I was fine with it. But, like, if it were, like, attacking me and, like, making marks on me, then mm. maybe I'd, like, actually try to do something. But I don't really know. Hmm. Have there, have, are there pieces of media or, or any evidence of, like, people who find out their house is haunted and just stay there and, like, what it does to them? Like, because normally it's, like, the house is haunted and, like, that's it. And, like, you know... Got to get out of there. Yeah, the pre- yeah the, the premise of any you know film or, or TV show is like you find out the place is haunted and they're like ah I must escape and then they escape and then that's the end of it. But like if you just decide to deal with it, like is there a prolonged effect? I'm sure there's a psychological impact depending on what the the haunting is though. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, if you just decide you're chill with the ghost because that's the thing that the ghost freaks you out and like scares you in your sleep. If it's that kind of thing. Well, yeah, I mean, like, you know, my neighbor yells behind our house all the time and wakes me up, and eventually I just get over it, and, you know, <laughs> I look, yeah. man, I we put a hefty down payment on this bad boy. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not moving out because you wake me up occasionally. Let's get used to it. Like, get, yeah. get, get some headphones or something, you know, and <laughs> and, and get, get, get an eye mask. So, I think I think that's the idea, though, is mm-hmm. people, should, people feel like they don't have, they shouldn't have to... Like, make those concessions of just deal with it, and it shouldn't be a problem. So they'll go out of their way to sage or just be like, all right, mm. let's just get out of here. And I'm just picturing, like, the worst kind of haunting. For some reason, the moment that that haunting came up, I pictured, like, all the inanimate objects in my house getting up and starting, like, a song and dance number. Specifically, This is Halloween from uh, The Nightmare Before <laughs> Christmas. Like, all of them. Every- if they did that every night, then, yes, I would actually just move. Like yeah, at that point, at that point, boys and girls of every every night, like at two a.m., like, would be better or worse <laughs> if it was in French. This <laughs> Halloween, this Halloween. If it was in Halloween. French, I might be able to block it out because I I know so little French in comparison to English that eventually it's just gibberish. It's sort of like 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 I think they put like a lot of songs in like Japanese media in English because it's just like okay, it could be like background noise almost. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be the same thing. It would just be like, oh, well, French. It's like, okay, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's a Hannibal Burris joke. Like, blah, 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 blah French. And, uh, <laughs> and then I just like, eventually it just becomes, you know, part of the scenery at that point. I still wouldn't like it, but I might be able to get over it more. Maybe that's why uh, Frenchie the Patissier isn't really my villain because yeah. I just don't understand oh. what he's saying. Oh, yeah. Bloody, bloody, bloody French. Yeah, he's a, yeah, like a, a pox on you and your family, but you're just like, hey, what's up, Frenchie? Nice bread. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> nice bread. Tim, if uh, you found out that the place you lived in was haunted, what would you do about it? I mean, unless he's like doing something destructive, I'll probably just deal with it. Mm-hmm. I get, uh, that's why I asked, like, how haunted? What kind of haunting is it? If it's throwing yeah. shit around my house, yeah, I'm going to leave because that's fucking annoying. Mm. And I buy things so that they aren't broken. Not so that just like, oh, yeah, could you break this for yeah. me, please? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's breaking pots and pans every night. Or not pots and pans, like, like dishes and plates and... I- breaking the tv just like slamming it to the ground for no fucking reason yeah. like i was watching that <laughs> just like would you uh, not yeah just not yeah, but if he's just like chilling and like walking around every so often i'm like oh what's up dude just every, every time you're watching anything it just flips into espn classic and you're like god damn it <laughs> again it's, don't watch the 1986 pba bowling championship so pretty yeah, much just like i hear an eerie song every so often be like ah, you're a little flat you should probably work on that no. so, so pretty much tim's ghost you start is ribbing it, the ghost it's, it's a cat uh, just yeah. knocking things off the table yeah. and stuff like yeah fuck that guy <laughs> if, it, if, if it's even even if it's just like that and it's just like knocking things off the table maybe they're not breaking but they're falling over and spilling whatever's in it like that's gonna be enough for me to leave <laughs> sean what would you also, do about the haunted house well again it depends on the type of haunting sure because i don't understand why people are so dead set on staying where they are when there's like an obviously malevolent spirit like just get the fuck out of there it's a seller's market baby <laughs> that would there now and honestly a ghost in a house would attract some people to buy it exactly so, yeah so you just get out of there if it's if it's benevolent and just kind of like there's just something there i think you just you just grow to you you live with it mm-hmm. like you just you move on. You maybe maybe sage the house, try to get whatever to move on. But like, you don't have to bring up the especially like <laughs> you mentioned now with the market. Like you get away with like there are houses that get sold now without inspection because people are just so desperate to buy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, it's like, oh, do you, do you really? Like, oh, we're gonna get this house inspected for you know I don't know if they against they wouldn't get inspected for ghosts, but you'd just be like, do you really need that? Because <laughs> like I got like five other people banging down the door of this you know mansion. Yeah. <laughs> It's got to be a mansion. If your house is haunted, it's a mansion. It's a mansion. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely a mansion. <laughs> Even if it's like a rancher, it's a mansion now. Yeah. <laughs> it turns into a mansion at night. Yeah. Ooh. 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 Uh, <laughs> uh, Rich, what's next? All right, next we've got... Uh, who was the last person you called? It was my mom. We were trying to meet up at Wolf's Dock, so I called her. It was my wife. I was on my way home from my uh, my football game this morning. And uh, I was letting her know that I was on my way home from the football game. Mm-hmm. It's purely transactional. <laughs> yeah. Mine was one of my operators from work telling him, uh, I'm glad you don't have COVID, but you're still sick. Don't come back until Monday. Oh. I feel Also, well. you haven't lost your job. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. Do, you, do they just... Do they close every phone call like that, or is that just like to let you know, well, like no, because you were sick? He he's a temp technically. Oh, okay. So he he the, he's had some stuff going on in the last mm-hmm. couple months that have required him to not be at work, or not necessarily required, but like we weren't going to hold him to it. He's like, well, I'm, and every single time, I'm not going to lose my job. I'm not going, dude. Your family was in a car accident. Go the fuck home. Yeah. No, you're not going to lose your job. So I end every conversation with him essentially saying you're not losing your job take care of yourself (laughs) okay nice nice Mm -hmm. that's it (laughs) you're fine dude yeah yeah assuaging his concerns yeah 
Uh, Sean, last phone call? Last phone call was to Jacob. I was picking him up from school, and he had moved. So, like, we use uh, this app called Life360, which shows you where people are, and he'll just be like, just figure out where I am on that, and then come get me. Mm -hmm. But he will move. Like, he will go to a different place. And so I will go to where he was and Mm -hmm. be like, all right, where are you, bud? And he's like, well, now I'm... Three blocks away. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Stop doing that. That's the thing. It's like just because you have the app, it's like you can also just do the right thing and stay where you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just tell me where you are. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be that'd be nice. Come on, Jake. Yeah. Come on, Jake. Come on, Jake. What are you doing? You're in the game. You're like 25 now. Like, yeah. you're strong... between 11 and 19. Yeah, 9 and 27. You should know this. <laughs> I enjoy this bit now. Yeah. <laughs> make, make Sean's life easier. Mow the lawn. Do the dishes. And don't walk three feet away from where you last were. <laughs> yeah. I'm going off of the coordinates from when, I, when I'm when i leaving the house. Yeah. Don't move. Yeah. Uh, what's next, Rich? Uh, next we've got, describe the most interesting coworker you have worked with. You actually get some characters working at a bank. Mm-hmm. It does take all kinds. Uh, frankly, the most interesting coworker I've ever had is is friend of the show David Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody I've I've gotten to know the best is either him or or my old roommate Keyboy Lee. Those are the two most interesting coworkers. Not just like because they're characters, because like there are a bunch of people who are characters that I don't like who, who have weird personality quirks. I'm like, oh, that's funny, but like I don't I don't care to know any more about them. Uh, but these two guys were characters and they're also incredibly interesting and thoughtful people. And you know, we became friends as a result. So it was probably those two, even though that's kind of a cop-out answer because they were just my friends. <laughs> How about you guys? Uh, I worked with this dude who, he he was in jail before he worked with us. And, he, and then he, he was in jail because he stole a bunch of money from his parents, I think. Hmm. He was just like, a, and then he ended up getting fired because he was trying to steal money from <laughs> edible arrangements. Yeah, edible arrangements. Ooh. <laughs> so he was. He had a. He had a, a bit of a pattern, it seems. But he was. Uh, he was a just a weird dude, but also very, very Christian. Mm. Just very, the most Christian. We. That's and that's why he got the job was because mm-hmm. he was so Christian. <laughs> He's just the most Christian person ever. Yeah, and they were that, like, that doesn't seem to jive with his uh, thieving ways. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't seem. He, to he make just sense, can't but... stop stealing stuff. Yeah, somehow he justified that, and so did my boss at the time. <laughs> it was just like he had the Bible, but that one part of the Ten Commandments was smudged. Yeah, he just can't just read like, it. Oh man, <laughs> number five is just like do what you want, man. <laughs> yeah. See, it's it's often mistranslated as "thou shall not steal." That's not actually a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a theologian, but like just gets the one that one part, and he's very interested in that one part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the knot was scribbled down. I did just remember uh, that for a couple of weeks at a restaurant I worked at, I worked with Bam Margera's ex girlfriend. She, uh, she wasn't good at her job. <laughs> wasn't very good. Tim, who's the most interesting coworker you've had? I don't I don't know if I would describe most of my coworkers as interesting so much as just like either garbage or chill. Mm. The first thing that popped into my mind is we had one dude who was uh, a marine reservist and he was dumb as shit. Like uh had to a- he kept asking me where the oregano was mm. and I thought he was kidding and then I would just walk away and then he like got real mad at me. He's like, "Listen, like 
I've essentially just been skipping this on all of the sandwiches because you won't tell me what the oregano is. I was like, oregano. <laughs> That's not how you spell oregano. Oregano. I'm like, dude, I thought you were fucking with me. I didn't realize you were that dumb. Oh, God. Uh, and then he was telling me a story about how he used to play Call of Duty a lot. And then one of his buddies, like, then he stopped. And one of his buddies, like, come on, like, let's play. And he's like, I don't need to play Call of Duty anymore. I live it. Oh, I was like, holy fuck, you are never going to see action. Please shut the fuck up. Jesus. <laughs> Rough deal. Yeah. Interesting but, uh, character, though. No. Huh? Interesting character, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting and just like that's probably the most dumb of a person I've ever worked with. Mm. That's the closest about... I got. Rich, most interesting coworker you've ever had. Um, I I, I really can't think of any like super interesting people uh, that I've worked with. Like I've been trying to like rack my brain through McDonald's, um, and when I worked at the uh, when I worked at my high school more so than the offices and I just I can't think of anyone too spectacular so I'm just gonna go with my my, my former manager uh, mostly because like he tries to talk this big gruff game and he's, he's like this man's man uh, but he, he's afraid of bridges um, and he <laughs> okay. lived he lives in Philly but he worked in Jersey so mm. <clears throat> There he would only be in the office maybe fifty percent of the time because he would have constant panic attacks driving over the bridges. Mm. Uh, he would leave if he came to Jersey. He would leave at noon so that there was no traffic on the bridge and he'd be able to get. So he's just afraid of like getting stuck on the bridge he's, and he's afraid, the bridge collapsing. He's, yeah, yeah, like which I like. I know that's a thing, but it, that is a fear that's always boggled my mind. Being afraid of bridges, like I know there are people out there that are afraid of them, but it's just it's always blowing my mind and i get it i understand <laughs> bridges are fucking scary <laughs> i have to i have to like steal myself every time i go over a bridge and be like listen mm-hmm. how many hundreds of cars have gone over this bridge before mm-hmm. you and they've all been okay mm-hmm. mine is with tunnels like i hate driving through tunnels for that reason because <laughs> it's just like dude like like what if it's it just caves in i'm gonna die in here. <laughs> that's it well that's like I can't. That's it. Like car can't go. It is rocks. <laughs> can't mine, go anywhere. Mine is double. Is uh, double layer bridges. So like you know, if you're going to the airport in Philly, mm. you have to drive on that bridge. It has uh, like southbound going one way, northbound going the other. Pittsburgh had one of those too, I think, and that was yeah, that so. was a very disorienting that's, experience. That is like that's where I'm like I start to draw the line on bridges. I'm like. I don't like this because yeah. what if I'm driving this way and mm. the bridge starts to cave in? Mm. But besides that, all the rest of bridges, I'm just like, mm. I've never understood. Like, uh, my my sister in law's family, like they need to like her her aunt. She has not come to any of my niece's birthday parties because she would have to drive over a bridge and she mm. just can't do it. Mm. And I'm like, it blows my mind. But this guy, he was like, he's all sports guy and man's man dui guy but can't drive over a bridge <laughs> is that DUI? part of the man's man thing he had real men get yeah. dui <laughs> he had he had several real DUIs. men refuse the breathalyzer when asked by a police officer <laughs> he had several duis while i worked there to the point that he would always have to ask <laughs> other people to drive him to the that number doesn't line. paint the whole picture officer <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's just he's a he was a he was he was a guy he was a weird guy he was a guy 
Manly men with their DUIs. <laughs> man, you're manly man who just can't <laughs> stop drinking and driving. <laughs> yeah. Especially when it comes to bridges. Except when it comes to bridges. When it comes to bridges, he can stop drinking and driving. <laughs> Real buff, and I can't walk in a straight line after 16 Coors Lights. <laughs> uh, what's next? Uh, next, we've got uh, what is the most ridiculous thing you believed as a child? And I know this. My. Uh, it is the first thing that comes to mind. My brother one time told me that coffee cake was called Gopher Guts Cake. And I called it Gopher Guts Cake. In a job interview. For months. <laughs> for a while. Like, like a long time. Yeah. And, um, I, like, I didn't think it was made of Gopher Guts or anything. I just was like, okay, Gopher Guts Cake. And I thought this for a long time. Like, I didn't know it was called Coffee Cake. Did he give you any rationale behind it? Like, No. It's it just, just, this is what it's called? It's just the uh, younger brother looking up to older brother. Hey, this is called Coffee Cut or Gopher Guts Cake. Great. I want some Gopher Guts Cake. Mm. And, and, I mean, and that's just... Nobody Nobody was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I think about? I only <laughs> ever... I've him for like, years. I think I only ever said it to him, and I never even uh, called it coffee cake to anyone else. I was just like, can I have some cake? It is not something that comes up every day. Yeah, like <laughs> coffee cake, like Entenmann's coffee cake doesn't come up every day, and that's what it was. So, and I was at the point where I could get my own piece if I wanted some, and it's just, <laughs> yeah. So for a while, it's just like, oh, go for Guts cake. When I was little, um, my mother told both me and my brother that the spots on the road that were left by like you know engine oil or just like you know asphalt or whatever uh were children uh who had who did not look both ways before crossing the street <laughs> damn and that got me until like i don't know seven eight something like that and i was like well, hold on <laughs> there's a lot of them <laughs> this seems silly seems like this would be happening more often if there were this many spots in the road uh but i, I did buy it for a few years <laughs> Uh, she also told me that, like, when you lie, your tongue turns black. <laughs> so, and she suspected that I was uh, uh, misrepresenting the truth as a child. But, ah, tongue, black, and I'd just be like, <gasps> <laughs> But then eventually I tried it in a mirror. I just, you know, said something like, I don't remember what I said, but I would just look in the mirror and be like, ha I've proven my mother wrong at age 20. That's the scientific <laughs> method. Yeah. That's a, yeah, it's a scientific method right there, working its way through. And that's why I'm a science banker now. Uh... Sean, something ridiculous that you believed as a child. Uh, I believe that it was illegal to have the light on. That's the, right. You've told us yeah. this. In the back of the car. Yeah. I thought it was illegal. <laughs> Which that apparently a lot mine. of people did. Yeah. That, apparently that was... a lot of people did. They thought it was illegal because their parents were so against it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really hard to drive. Yeah. <laughs> it's not illegal. It's just a pain in the ass. <laughs> it's, just, it's just very annoying. <laughs> Uh, that was going to be yours, Tim. Do you have another one? Yeah, that was mine. No, I don't have it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my mom my mom was uh, very brutally honest. Mm. Not brutally honest. My mom was very honest and like upfront with a lot of things. Uh, so pretty much the only thing, like I I believed in Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and stuff like that. But other stuff, it was just like, uh, I mean, you don't look both ways. Uh, you're going to die. Just uh, do you want to die? You're gonna die. <laughs> Death. Like no, no, I don't. Yeah. Then look yeah. both ways. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. That's very fair. The, the the light thing always made me laugh. The light in the car because at one point we all got like Game Boys or Game Boy Colors and we got all the light attachments so we could play mm-hmm. in the dark. 
which were brighter than the light up top. <laughs> but my parents wouldn't say, well, you got to turn that off because you're going to get pulled over. It's illegal mm. if we had that light on. But if we had the light on top on, it's, I'm like, this is brighter. How does that But it's work? also more localized. Yeah. So it's not filling up the entire car. But some of the ones we had were very, like, were lighting up a lot of the car. And we had, like, a minivan, so the light up top was... Is it like a spotlight hovered above yeah. your ceiling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now I can play Pokemon. Uh, what's next? <laughs> uh, next question is subject. Oh boy. Uh, uh, this one is a trilobite. Left parenthesis colon. Right squiggly, right squiggly, right squiggly. Carrot. What is that called? Carrot dash. <laughs> this one is a trilobite. A horseshoe crab, viewer's choice. Question. Have you ever created your own emoticon? If so, what was it? Um, I don't think so. No. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> no. But I do love that, that horseshoe the trilobite. crab. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm really loving that, that, that trilobite. I did, uh, on my way here, I texted Jenna to see if she wanted bubble tea. And I was going to send her a bubble with, like, a tea bag, and then a question mark. But as I'm typing bubble, they have boba as an emoji now. So uh, I just sent her an, a, a boba with a question mark. Um, yeah. I've, I've used a lot of the internet ones for, like, uh, Kirby flipping a table or uh, mm-hmm. a pair of boobs. Charlie, I just want to point out that if you, if you look at this emoji they sent us uh, and flip it on its side, it looks like the Pringles guy with too many mustaches. <laughs> uh, I've never made my own uh, emoticon, though. I, yeah. No, but I mean, I'm so proud of you, Charlie. Yeah. yeah. This is, uh, Charlie, what I request from you now is an emoticon for each of us. Please create an emoticon. Yeah, for all four of us, out of us. whole cloth. <laughs> you can't just use like yeah, the winky face for for one of us because we're a winky face guy or a frowny face for one. It's got to be look. This has got to be from the ground up. You got this. I believe in you. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do we got next? Next, we've got uh, what gets you through the day. Podcast. <laughs> this, this podcast this one the award-winning brose podcast yeah uh welcome to brose i'm like haha i'm good for the next eight hours uh knowing that i get to go home and go to sleep yeah uh, oh that that's the what gets you through the day sleep knowing <laughs> i get to sleep at the end gets yeah me the sleep there, at some point the i'll be unconscious and then this will <laughs> all be okay <laughs> uh uh rich what gets you through the day uh, it definitely is like podcast or YouTube in general. I, I watch a lot of YouTube that I don't necessarily have to like pay full attention to, but I've been, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately. Uh, both my drives out to Ohio and back mm-hmm. were full of just podcasts. So it's yeah. definitely that, that, that helps me like at least get through the work day. Mm-hmm. I'll alternate between podcasts and music because if it's like, it's something that I like, it's a little less like brain power involved in my job. It'll be, you know, if I'm just like doing the, the menial stuff, I'll have a podcast on. If it's something I need to focus on, I'll put on music. And there's like, there's like a lo-fi hip hop station 
on Amazon that I really like. Uh, there's a uh, the Pocket, which is jazz because you know I love jazz. It's me, big big <laughs> jazz guy, Matt Casnell. Uh, so I listen to that as well. Just something that's like good background noise. I like I like listening to hard rock and like heavier music or or more in your face stuff. But like I can't do that while I'm working. That that's a that's a separate thing. I I heard a great quote the other day that uh, jazz is the musician's music. Hmm. And I, I thought that was just such a great take. It's interesting, yeah. Because it, it is like something, like you can just breezily listen to it and, and get like the, oh, this is cool. Like it sets a vibe. But like, the, the music, I mean, oh, jazz musicians are incredible. And you, like, you, each the time you listen to it. behind it. Yeah. All of the musicality in it. It's just, ah. Oh. Yeah. I'm not like, like a music theorist. But like, even like, if I listen to the same song a couple of times, like, oh, the drummer's doing something cool there. I didn't listen to any of that the first couple of times I heard it. Like, they're shifting this. I finally figured out the time signature. It's been like 17 listens. And finally, <laughs> I figured out what they're doing. Uh, it is it is very cool. But, like, the pocket is nice because it's, like, uh, you get some of that, like, mathier kind of, of jazz. But you also just get, like, some good, breezy, easy listening mixed in. So you get a little bit of everything. Sean, what gets you through the day? Uh... Not if to... you show me up by saying your wife and kids, I'm gonna be furious. Okay, I was gonna say, that's what I was gonna say. You can, you can say, I was you can say, say not to get too real, but yeah. like, uh, it it is my wife and kids because like I, you know, if I'm having a bad day, you know, one of those days when I'm like, is it worth it having them there to? kind of ground me and be like yeah it's worth it because i i have it has to be worth it because i have these people who need me and so so yeah so mm-hmm. not to not to upstage it's very you. no it's very real like to to like having my wife and kids yeah. is it is very it, it it gives me a purpose right and pushes me forward in those mm-hmm. times when i'm like i fucking can't do this mm-hmm it is not it's it's a very real thing like if it's like you have you have people that rely on what you do on a day-to-day basis in some capacity mm-hmm. like yeah i mean or, or you know whether it's your day-to-day job or what you do at home like that that is a a nice kickstart where you're just like oh, i did doing this shit again but it's mm-hmm. like oh but but the payoff is like my kids will be healthy and happy and exactly yeah, and all that that that's a big one mm-hmm. that's a big one yeah, I, 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 I thought about that after everybody was giving their answers. I'm like, shit, Sean's going to say it. Sean's going to be like, oh, like my wife and kids. I'm going to be like, oh, cereal was really interesting. Remember cereal? <laughs> that gets me through the day. Did Ahmad do it? <laughs> uh, Tim, this is your chance to say your, your, your answer was a joke and it's your wife. But Martha's not here, so that currently doesn't count. <laughs> doesn't get me through the day. It is sad. Oh, I yeah. miss my wife. So, soon, right? Doesn't she move out soon? Couple two weeks. weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Once you get two the weeks. dog carrier up for her. <laughs> Is she crate trained or no? <laughs> are you, Are you getting one of those dog travel services to bring her down? Yeah. Um. Anyway, next question. Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's do <laughs> that it. That was such a good callback. <laughs> uh, together as a group, what would constitute a perfect day for us? For all four of us, so we as all a, have to work as something. As a group, out. for all four of us, like, and it could be we can break it up into different 
things. Like, I immediately pictured the uh, the the Parks and Rec episode. If you guys remember, where they like, I forget whose bachelor party it was, and uh, they it, decided that every, like everybody had like a lame bachelor party or whatever, so they all got yeah. their own bachelor party and like, yeah, so that, that's what I immediately pictured was like that. Yeah, and honestly, my my when I was looking at this question as we were getting ready, I was like, board games with the bros. Like I'm yeah. the total Ben of 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 the group, and be like, I just want to have some board games with the bros. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and like at the end of the day, after we're done, whatever we're doing, mm-hmm. sit down and just play a bunch of different board games. Whether hopefully they're not too difficult, but I, but just figure out what we could play. Not the game of life and stuff like that. Like some of the like kids' hands and stuff. We're sorry. <laughs> we'll talk about. It. Shoots and ladders. Yeah. Shoots and ladders. Uh, all right, so board games with the bros is a good one. Is that what uh, yours was going to be, Tim? Board games with the bros. That's honestly, that's kind of what I was thinking. Board mm-hmm. games, video games, mm-hmm. just chilling, yeah. just like a, a day, a day at a shore house or something where we're all just playing different games together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'd be so yeah. nice. Yeah, I want one football game. Give me one. I'll gi- I'll give you. Give a me one from like one to four. Game. I'll give a shit like if it's just birds playing at one o'clock. Give me that one. So that uh, we can, I can scream at TV and have like an emotional release later when they lose, and then we can play Catan. And we're, we're gonna get you one off. of those like 1970s, 1980s, like little electric rumble football stupid oh, fucking come things. On. <laughs> that'll come that'll on. be would, your football. I would totally be down with like seeing mm-hmm. an actual sporting event with all of us and mm-hmm. then going and playing board games after, like seeing yeah. a football game. I think mm-hmm. it would be so for me. It would be going out in the morning. You go, you go throw some frisbees, mm-hmm. and you then you go to a sporting event. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you end up playing some board games, mm-hmm. wrap it up, nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Make some good. breakfast. This is all of us. Four of us are cooking at this point too, because we all know our way around the kitchen. Yes. And yeah. like, you know, we can all do something in there. Tim, Tim, while, while we're out doing froth, Tim can start making scrambled eggs. He'll be done by the time we get back. <laughs> And, uh, right. and then we'll, <laughs> we'll eat you those. You are not leaving me out of frawl. Fuck you. <laughs> that's, that's the, uh... Sorry, man. You're the one who makes three-hour scrambled eggs. <laughs> Listen. And that's... 20 minutes, maybe. It'll, it'll be like... Uh, I, I love the song Outcast, like One Fine Day or something like that. And it's it's... Uh, The Offspring. Yeah, offspring, not Outcast. Yeah, yeah Offspring. Unless, the, unless Outcast did a song like no, that, too. But no. I think it was The Offspring. The Offspring. Yeah. One fine... And it's like yeah. it starts with a beer. He's out, it continues up the fridge. with more beer. <laughs> yeah, every and, every like third ver- every third line is just like and another tall boy and another tall boy <laughs> and, and like that just for for like to ha- be able to hang out with all of us and yeah. include the the, the the significant others as well it just it'd be so nice to just i miss like i want i want we're just the... renting a cabin in the poconos for our ideal day mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah, what it is we're going to the poconos like sunday night we just go right to sleep we wake up or, or uh, friday night wake up saturday uh go go froth come back make breakfast uh, watch football because the Eagles are playing on Saturday in this scenario, and uh, and then play some and board that, games, play some video games. That's that's like, all it is. And that, yeah. I'll be a hundred percent. I knew I was saving a lot of my PTO because I was hoping that as a country we'd have mm-hmm. COVID controlled by this point, that we'd be able to have a mm-hmm. family vacation with all of us. But and then that's why I threw together that trip that I went to last week because like it's like yeah, it's 
Mm-hmm. Not quite happening at this point. Mm-hmm. There are definitely the days that like, for this song get dark real fast. Yeah, yeah, they start blowing up cars and like fighting with cops and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it, it does, it does take a turn in the second verse. Like there's a bit of a satirization of uh, yeah. of and then, male. And then we have another tall boy, and we're good to go. Yeah, yeah. Then water hoses and batons. That's the real game that's on, if <laughs> I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Listen, I love that song, but uh, it, it certainly does. <laughs> it does it does take a, a bit of a swing in the yeah. second verse. Uh what's written next, Rich? Uh, let's see as I unlock my phone. Uh next thing is do you believe in soulmates? Mm. No. No. <laughs> no. Definitely not. No. I uh, no. I I believe in somebody that you are com- that that you are compatible with and that you work to build something that resembles what you would call soulmates. Yeah, it's not a thing that you start with. It's a thing that you end with. Right. It's it's the the end result is trying to be a soulmate with yeah. somebody. Mm-hmm. Not the you 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 can't. I don't think there's like one person out there. I think there's there's a person that you have a solid foundation with, and then you can build it into a very yeah. fulfilling and loving you, relationship. Yeah, like you said, you don't find soulmates. You become soulmates. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, totally agree. It's. Yeah, there's several people out there. Like, there, everyone could be someone for you, depending on what you're looking for. And so then, it's just when you pick that one that you want to stay with, make it so. Yeah, it's like this is the time. This is the person. I've yeah, I've, I've built something great with them. I want to continue building with them. This is the person I want to experience life with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you grow into that that soulmate thing. But it's not like uh, y'all submit a scantron and it's like, oh, it turns out you're soulmates in like Topeka, Kansas, and. It's this rando, and you just gotta find him someday, and then mm-hmm. your eyes will lock, and you'll meet, and then you'll be like, ah, la, 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 la. that it seems so unfair. <laughs> that, if that yeah. were the case, yeah, when, when, like when, you have one, like you strike out with that one person, or you just like you don't cross paths at the same train yeah, or whatever, what the like, hell? yeah, yeah. That'd be brutal. What you do when your your eyes meet? That sounded sounded a little bit like what uh, jellyfish have. Too. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I met Jen. It was like I met, I locked eyes with her and I whipped out my jellyfish and was just like, "Yo, check this shit out." <laughs> Is that a euphemism? And she was like, uh, "No, it was a live jellyfish because I'm a marine biologist now." And uh, and I just showed her that. She's like, "Wow, that's impressive. You caught that? No, let's go out." And then you're like, "Look at the blue loops." And she was like, "Yeah, that's what I call them too." And I was like, "That's when I knew. <laughs> that's when I knew." She uh, was the one. Uh, Tim, soulmates, yay or nay? Uh, definitely not. Okay. Uh, it's a great concept, and I guess it's a good way of giving somebody hope. Uh, but overall, I think the concept is broken as fuck. relies too heavily on fate and the lack of actual mm-hmm. uh, uh, choice, uh, freedom of choice for your own lives. It, and, do, it does uh, get some responsibility off your shoulders. Just be yeah. like, well, it was, just wasn't meant to be. It couldn't have just been like, oh, you sucked in this relationship and it didn't work well, out. Well, then that's fucking depressing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, it, and then and then it, it it turns into like, oh, well, these people are just destined to be alone forever. That's fucked up. Yeah. 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 So no, I don't believe in soulmates, and I agree with everything else you've already said. Yeah, get them out of here, including What's... the ball ups. What's next, Richard? especially? Uh, next question: Would you prefer? Who would you prefer set you up on a blind date? Friends, family members, coworkers, professional dating services, or random strangers. Friends, family members, coworkers, random strangers, or dating services. Yeah. Friends. Friends for sure. My friends know yeah. me better than my family knows me, so I feel like they would be better at picking 
a blind date for me. Yeah, family, the, the only compatibility factor is generally, like, are they around the same age as you? Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, well, that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, make it so. Yeah. You two... Just you'll be in the same room together for five minutes, and then you go, oh, and then, uh, and then, <laughs> and then you have a jellyfish, and you have a jelly, and then you have a jellyfish, and ah, oh, shit, now you're locked into that jellyfish for eighteen years. And, uh, is, that, anyway. is that Alice's nickname, jellyfish? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. and then you find out that jellyfish isn't even yours at a certain oh, point, and that's just embarrassing. Oh. Uh, so, uh, no, family bad. Uh, friends is probably the answer. Yeah. I can't. Coworkers seems like a. No. It's like an offshoot of friends, unless you're like very mm-hmm. personal with your coworkers in that way. Yeah. Uh, no. And you guys leaving up to the data with the, the dating service? I think it would be nice to have the data mm-hmm. pan out. I think, I, not that I don't trust you guys, but sure. Uh, I think having somebody who has the, the analytics at their disposal mm. and is able to look at what, look at who you are and be like, this is a person who would compliment you. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. That would be nice, but I also think that puts a lot of pressure on you because then if like it like if you're just like I'm not feeling this. But that's true. But the but the numbers yeah shit like <laughs> like I think that would that would put too much pressure on me if that happened. But I also the, never went with a service like that. The dating service also has a much wider pool of sure. people to pull from. True. So that's also in its favor. Mm-hmm. But it's only as good as the information you put into it. So, like, I think that's why I would go with friends. Is like, yeah, I know how to describe most of myself, but I'm sure there's aspects of myself that you guys would probably point out or like think of when mm-hmm. considering a mate that I wouldn't even think necessary yeah. or acknowledge about myself. Right, right. So that's kind of where that comes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, into that personality, and also because I think if your friends know somebody, there's a, there's a more of a chance that you have some shared experience with the person they're recommending to you. Like with the dating service, like they might pull somebody who you you're compatible with, like but you've never done anything that like there's no Venn diagram overlap or like there's some of it, and like you know that's part of the appeal of of meeting somebody new is like oh you get new experiences, you try new things that you wouldn't normally, but at the same time it would be you know it's nice to have some. Mm-hmm. you know, things in common beforehand. And, and your friends probably know that if you run in the same circles. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I think friends is the right answer, but I mean, I, I'd, I'd hear arguments for, I mean, yeah, I'm still going to go with dating service, but okay. I understand. Yeah, I understand strangers. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I want someone, I want somebody to come to me on the street. Yeah. I know the perfect person that could date you. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Who? Me. Yeah. Oh, great. Let's go. <laughs> Let's Perfect go stranger back. is my dog. <laughs> He's a complete loony. Comes up to you. Uh, what's next? Uh, it is the final question. The final question. Uh, tell me your life story in exactly one sentence. You skipped a question. Did I? No, I no, didn't. Wait, no you didn't. No, my bad. I thought that, you did, but I've hmm. lied. That one is just really. Long. You want to just ask one of them again and it's, see what happens? Oh uh, yeah. Liar. Um, what constitutes your perfect day? Uh, with the bros. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. no, tell me your life story in exactly one sentence. Hmm. Huh. One sentence. See, I could do it, but it's a run-on sentence, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if that counts because it'd be like, I was born in Voorhees, and then I lived in Belmar, and then I lived in Woodland, and then and then and then and then. 
But hey, it would be a sentence. It would be you'd get a, you'd get an F. I mean, it's all <laughs> it, horrific grammar, but it yeah, is, it is a sentence. Yeah, it's just sure. a run-on sentence. Yeah. Uh, oh, you did it. You answered the question. Sounds like you didn't <laughs> understand the assignment. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it would be. You you get the note that I got on like one of my papers in high school, which is like, wow, Matt, what happened? <laughs> uh, boy, one sentence. That is a tall task. Mm-hmm. It's got to be. I mean, my joke would be, yeah. The, the easy thing is like to do something funny and be like forty-one thirty-three Eagles one. Like that. That's my <laughs> sentence, even though that's technically two. Uh, boy. I don't know. Um, the first thing that popped into my mind, which I don't know if I entirely agree with, is uh, social chameleon failing forward. Mm-hmm. All right. Which I don't think necessarily describes the last decade, but up to that, I mm. think that's pretty accurate. <laughs> um, middle class white kid. Uh, that's the sentence. Uh, <laughs> that's the end of the sentence. Uh, middle class white kid, like, God, I don't even know. I mean, like, it ends with Al kicks his coverage in marriage. Uh, <laughs> that's the end of the sentence, but I'm trying to think of the beginning of it. Like, the, the beginning is set, the end is set, and then the middle is is the tough part, which is weird because that's where all the action happens. <laughs> uh, mm. Yeah. Middle-class white kid tries a little bit of everything and outkicks his coverage in marriage. Hmm. Try a little bit of everything. Get the get the analytical stuff. Did did college. Did uh did the the nine to five jobs, still doing the nine to five jobs, worked weirdo hours. Uh, ran some races, went to some sporting events, played some games, watched a lot of weird movies, traveled around the country, got to go to Europe. Uh, I would just say like tried a little bit of everything, and I'd like to continue. Like, there's a lot of there's a billion things that I've never gotten to do in life that I'd like to try out once. Uh, so I would just say tried a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Jack of all That's trades, nerd who wants to be an influencer. Who's a wannabe influencer? Okay. We'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Moved to New Jersey and found his stride. Okay. Sean O'Brien. Yeah. <laughs> Sean O'Brien moved to New Jersey and found his stride. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Like Short, it. bald guy still making it up as he goes. <laughs> that's good. Right. That's a good one. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Winging it. <laughs> That's I'm, that's pretty much me. That's, that's what a I good do. one. Yeah, I can't make up my mind, and I'm just winging it all the time. Call me Ishmael. <laughs> mm. Life no, story. Okay. <laughs> when I went whaling for all those years, <laughs> this wouldn't. You said stop. white guy, not white whale. I <laughs> <laughs> just me flopping in the ocean, like, oh, we got him Ooh. finally. <laughs> uh, that's it, correct, Rich? That's it. All right. Um. I don't know if we have any more takes, but I could do a thing that I want to talk about that's kind of timely, but not really. Go right ahead. Unless somebody else has a take. Mm. I always have takes, but go right ahead. So this isn't a take. This is just, um, have you guys saw the casting for the Mario movie? Yeah. Uh, that's a good, that's oh a good my, one to bring up. Yeah, I saw it. Oh my God. I, 
with the exception of one actor, they're all great Dude, actors. Dude, are we gonna are we gonna bag on Chris Pratt for not doing anything? Well, <laughs> like with the exception of all of of one actor, they're all great actors. I don't think they're the right call for these cast for this casting. Mm. Chris Pratt as Mario? No. No. The only the only argument I'll hear about the Chris Pratt one is that uh, the dude who normally does Charles Martinet, uh, the guy who normally does Mario, just let him do it. He's in the movie. Oh, as a he's cameo. He's cameoing other characters. Because he's Stan Lee. He's going to be like, the Stan Lee of this universe. Like he's doing a bunch of different other voices in the movie. But my, like, Jack Black as Bowser, like, as, as fucking <laughs> Bowser. No, come on. And then my most hated, I can't wait to hear <laughs> as a laugh for fucking Donkey Kong with Seth Rogen. Like, come on. Like, nah. Charlie Day as. Oh, that's as, the best. That's the best one. That's the best one. I love Charlie Day as the goodest one. Charlie yeah. Day would be better as the Toad than one. Luigi, though. No, right? no, 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 no. I, I, but, like. Because Charlie Day is, like, like sort of like the, the like, everybody's favorite fuck up in most of the movies that he's in and most of the media that he is in. Mm-hmm. And, like, Luigi, that's perfect for like, Luigi. The the, the 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 actor yes the voice though no like that's no 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 problem. no that's the best part that's the best part of Charlie Day. the moment I saw it, like the best that's the best one it absolutely one thousand yeah, percent lines Chris, up Chris Pratt too sexy <laughs> too sexy <laughs> to be Mario I'm fine like Chris Pratt is perfectly acceptable to me as Mario like it's not it doesn't do anything for me the rest of the cast is what uh what's her name Anna Joy Taylor a- Anya as a Anya Peach Joy Taylor yeah good yeah Peach. I don't really know what she's done I can't comment on her she's a Queen's Gambit uh I she's think very good in the Queen's Gambit I think Fred mm-hmm. Armiston is, is Toad which I guess that could work that's perfect uh but it's just for the most part I am not a fan I love the actors minus Seth Rogen I'm just not a fan of like it seemed like they casted for the name and not casted for the character. Uh, I don't. I, I. This is a. This is a hard disagree for me on most of these. Uh, Charlie Day is a an ideal Luigi. Like, like it's. It is supposed to be like. It's still ultimately supposed to be a kids movie. And like, like Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong is going to be funny. Like he's going to be pretty good as as Donkey Kong. Uh, Jack Black as Bowser. Look, the dude did tribute and played the devil. If you don't think he can play Bowser, I don't know if you think anyone can play Bowser. They weren't going to get James Earl Jones to do Bowser. That's a that's well, a good pick. If, and Keegan Michael Key's in it too, but I don't remember what he does. I can't remember do. who Keegan Michael. He's Key definitely is. in there, but I can't remember. Uh, what he I have is. I have the casting list up. Let's. But that's see. a great one too. I love Keegan Michael Key, um, voice actor. So, uh, so he's Keegan Michael Key is Toad. Fred oh. Armiston is Cranky Kong. Um. Mm. Uh, Kevin Michael Richardson is Kamek, which I don't know who that is. Uh, but yeah, that's like Chris Pratt, Charlie Day, Anya Taylor Joy, Jack Black, Seth Rogen are like the, mm-hmm. the main tops. Yeah, yeah, man, I like this. I'm in. I, I saw that. I saw this the other day, and I was like, yeah, that works. Yeah, I'm just, I, I don't know, like, like, freaking Sonic has Idris Elba as fucking Knuckles. Which like, I mean, look, that's great too. They're all great. great. That is great. Yeah. Idris Elba as Knuckles is great. They're all great. But I just I don't I don't think the voices are going to match the characters. Like I, I but I'm well because well, the other thing is here's the other thing we've been listening to Donkey Kong sound like the video game Donkey Kong for thirty years. Yeah. Uh, none of them are going to be the exact same as our imagination. It's mm-hmm. but it is ultimately. I don't know what the movie's gonna be about. It's it's a kids movie about Mario, yeah. and this is gonna be just fine. It's not for us. Yeah, it might so, be for uh, us in a way, but it's not for us. <laughs> like, so 
the hard the hard disagree with Tim Hansen show is uh, pretty much everything Matt just said. Mm-hmm. This is and Sean, mm-hmm. this is going to be a kids movie. It's mm-hmm. kind of for us, but it's not really for us. Yeah. We don't know what direction that this is going to go. And there's been plenty of movies and things where it's just like we're going to cast this character that existed from this other thing, but we're going to essentially completely change it. And uh, turns out all the hate that everybody had before it came out go fuck yourselves this was amazing and now everybody loves it and no one's talking about how much hate they had on it before we were hating on i mean not we but also kind of we we were hating on sonic before that came out and then we went and saw sonic and it's like this was a great movie yeah, ben schwartz so, was sonic he did a good job so mm-hmm. honestly i'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna say it's gonna be amazing but i'm also not gonna say it's gonna be shit because i have no idea what it's gonna be and we won't know until it comes out and this is one of those examples where the, the nerddom just needs to shut the fuck up and wait for it to happen and like get 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 off your purist because that's what this is this is a well the the, the the voice actor exists and it's gonna be this and blah, blah 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 clearly he's part of the project i'm pretty sure if he had a legitimate problem with it he probably would have raised that if nintendo had a problem with it they would have raised that so we just have to wait see what it's gonna be this is one of those things where it just sounds like people are trying to look for a reason to be bitter and sad and upset about something. So let's see what it's going to be. And then we could complain about it. Yeah. Like my, my complaint isn't that the voice actor did Mario isn't doing Mario. My complaint is I don't think these voices match the character. And you're wrong. And that's fine. (laughs) You you bounced it out. You had a great take in the first episode. You bounced out with this horrible take in the third one. When Mario sounds just like Chris Pratt in every other Chris Pratt movie, then, 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 then we'll know. Yeah. Because that's, because he's Chris Pratt. It's, it, it, it's, it is, I think, Chris Pratt's not the one that is the most interesting to me, but he's fine. He's Chris Pratt. He's a goddamn yeah. professional. Dude Dude has been in a million, he did, what, like two Lego movies, and he's done a bunch of stuff. He's He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be fine. It's going to be good. And Charlie Day is Luigi. A plus. That's so exciting. It's so exciting. Anyway. I mean, he's just the new John Leguizamo. <laughs> very much that yeah. show is so good in fact when i you know what it was when i read the casting and i saw the charlie day lives luigi i actually went and watched like a best of charlie day compilation <laughs> on uh for charlie it was best of charlie kelly compilation from it's always sunny uh and it was fantastic he's so good uh rich people want to say more of your wrong voice acting takes on twitter where can they find you at b underscore one how about you tim at tim r Hansen. how about you sean at hey it's sob and you can follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is on Twitter at brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at brose podcast. And it's on Instagram at brose underscore podcast. You can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold. And if you have a question you would like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions, to Tess Riley for editing our show, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. Uh, you can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook and on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert. You can listen to Steven's work at the Free Music Archive. It's plugs time, everybody. Rich, let's start with you. Twitch.tv slash be underscore walnuts for uh, video game streaming Monday through Thursday from 7 to 10. And check out uh, www.one-quest.com for uh, PodQuest as well as the upcoming tabletop or bonus action tabletop podcast. Just get all the RSS feeds and socials from that website. Sean, what about your Frisbee throw-in? I throw them. Obi Disc Golf. 
Uh, everywhere except Instagram, OB underscore disc golf. I'd to tell you about my podcast, the Taste Fakers podcast, with my brother Alex Casnell and I. If you ever wonder what the connection is between albums like uh, Def Leppard's Hysteria and NWK's I Get Wet, or how we could possibly draw a line between uh, Toxicity by System of a Down and RTJ4 by Run the Jewels, well, you've come to the right place because uh, my brother and I are going to take two albums from throughout pop music history and we're going to find a way to link them together, whether they're one influenced the other, whether they both came at the same time in a band's career, or whether they just tackle the same subject a little bit differently. Uh, we're going to talk about it all. We're going to talk about the history of the albums, the history of the bands. We're going to talk about the music itself and break it down for you. Uh, it's just going to be available on most major podcasting platforms, and it drops in October. And Tim, talk to me us about our friends Greg and Gene over at the Anchor Persons Podcast. Greg and Gene, coming in from the southeast of the northwest, bringing you the news you didn't know you needed. Spanish art restoration, weird fucking sports that are hilarious to learn about their weird-ass rules and where they came from. Uh, some ogling over Jeff, Jeff Goldblum and the like. I hope they're no longer on fire up where they're at. And uh, is is it is it going to be real news? Not really. Is it going to make you laugh? Eh, also, probably not. But you know, give it a go. And we didn't say that. They said that. That's that's, a, that's from crucial them. That's thing. Not me. That's direct from their from their read. So uh, great guys, great friends of the show. Uh, the Anchor Persons Podcast is well worth your time. All right, we did it, guys. Three episodes. It. Oh my god, we did it. We fucking did it again. I, I'm just amazed every time. And uh I mean It's not not only three episodes, three years. Three years, baby. And uh um, jeez. Oh, I having had a lot of time to consider it looking back on the three years, um A plus. <laughs> a plus. Every episode. They didn't phone it in once, no notes, none whatsoever. S plus, Matt. S plus, Come plus. On. S plus, sorry, yeah, yeah, S plus. We uh we got all the medals. <laughs> Through every emblem, every achievement, every trophy. Killed every killed every boss in the same in, in the right time. Did it. Boss run a record time. Speed running. The Brose podcast. The speed runners of podcasts. Oh my god. Yeah, if you tried I to speed so. run the podcast right now, you'd be <laughs> months. Yeah. We're definitely not the speed run podcast. Otherwise, I would be much <laughs> less tough. I don't think we're allowed to have a podcast that routinely runs at between seventy five and ninety minutes and say we're the speedrunners of podcasts. Especially since after cutting out one of the uh I don't one know what you're talking about, we never did that. Week, uh, we never did that. It we're still an hour and a half. Hey, we nope. also had somebody else on the show. Yeah, never happened. Yeah, yeah. Not once. Say goodbye to the gentle listeners, everyone. Bye. Bye. Deuces. For Tim Anson, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien and the entire action moves team. The podcast is over. <laughs> My name is Matt Kesner. I remind you all to be smart about being stupid. Yeah. Bye. 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 Shame. Shame. All right.